I wanna be the best in the game, invest in my name Check no restraints, I'm obsessed with the pain I ingest, I retain, assess and I change Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day From society's restraints, money, clout and fame Mud disease, a plague, we all love to hate Have to play the game, have to make a name All our insecurities are on this display This is war with the enemy Think that it was meant to be Hello and welcome listener to another episode of Tactical Awareness My name's Ash and today I'm joined by my fellow host Owen To talk about the final of the three new missions from ITS Season 15 That's right, we're doing the last launch, Um, arguably one of the most interesting new room missions I think put together and definitely uh, one that you want to tailor a list for. We're going to break it down, we're going to take some letters from the mailbag, and we're just going to catch up on what both of us have been doing the last couple weeks. So dive in uh, and uh, let's get this underway. Do this. And it's the Owen and Ash show. There's no Dan because he's in Florida and probably dead. So, hey, everybody. It's ITS season 15. I'm back with just me and Owen because Dan has gone south. Uh, if you see a lost, tall bearded man somewhere in the the deep, the deep, deep Florida, then go buy an e-bike off him. It'll make him happy. Uh, and we are here to talk about the third and final new ITS season 15 mission, which is the last launch, the final launch, the one I haven't played yet, but Owen has several times. So we're going to marry my constant ignorance, uh, as is tradition with Owen's knee-jerk reactions. Brazen lying. <laughs> Brazen lying. Yeah. Made up facts and yeah. creative facts. And Pretty and, sure and that this is how this works. Yeah, this is our uh, dynamic. This is how we do, we do this for eight years. That's <laughs> how this goes. Um, so before we do that, though, uh, what have you been doing? You played this four times. You played some Infinity on the weekend, actually. I saw you uh, you talking about a Cascuda. <laughs> I've been, I've been playing games. a bunch of Infinity. Yeah, what have you been doing? Very- uh i've been playing i played an event uh first off um just a small like i think it was like five six players and three round um little little bit of ariadna i played for that one that's just sweet. Van, just vanilla ariadna as uh Duroc and margo just hard carried me through that event <laughs> i think uh, like i lean into something uh very specific every time and yeah, nothing... this time it was deployment this time it was deployment <laughs> Deployment yeah. day, parachutist. Oh man, here comes Duroc and Margo, and they're like, "Shit!" And then they turn around and they like they deal with it, and yeah. then it's like, "All right, cool." And then Van Zant walks in. And I'm like, yeah, now <laughs> we got did, did you really do that, <laughs> fucking animal? Uh, <laughs> like, how, like how when you can, you're like, you're you are the embodiment of that meme with uh with fucking Bilbo, where he's like, that, that "Why had, shouldn't I? Why shouldn't had, I take all of the deployment AD?" Spetsnaz <laughs> parachute shotgun. Van Zant, Duroc, and Mark. Oh, Spetsnaz parachute shotgun's my favorite. I got. And he's not as good as he used to be because he can't bounce templates the way he used to, right? Like he couldn't like bounce templates around a corner off a dead body. But walking in in the exclusion zone is pretty cool. Sure is. Yeah, if he's the one guy doing it, because the other two are going into deployment. Yeah, so like, they don't shit. care. They just show up. Yeah. They just show up and do it. That's cool, Ariadne. What's what's got you on the Ariadne kick right now? And off the the like the the dogs. Uh, well, off the dogs is only because I just didn't want to buy them all yet. It's like a hundred and eighty dollars to buy the things yeah. that I need to finish the yeah, dog yeah. list to, to, and, to go hard in the dogs. In 
Yeah, and I just haven't had the motivation to do it. There was something that I picked up. Oh, it was uh, the Bears. They they redid the pricing at the Century Box recently. Oh, nice. And they had the Bears there. And now they were like in lockstep with most places you'd buy from. Right, and they're all other sarcast, than, yeah. Yeah, other than like, obviously there's like the deep discounts places out there that you yeah, can get yeah. from. But as far as like other retailers, it's like, oh, good. I don't feel bad about spending a 40 or 50% yeah. markup yeah, yeah, against yeah. ordering from like Meeple Mart or... Yeah. Like, you can buy where you can buy where you play again too and forget yeah. about it. Yeah. And like it's the same as everything. Like, yeah, sometimes there's a thing that's a bit more expensive than you could find online, but when it starts becoming like a dollar or two difference, it's not a big deal. But like it got pretty bad there for a while yeah. where they're going like, off this, exchange or they're going off whatever their base. It's funny because we were I was talking to the guy there who does their like purchasing and pricing, and we were talking about it and he he i don't think he realized it whatever algorithm they were doing i don't think he realized just how much that was screwing their ability to sell them because oh, there were i see because how off it was basically yeah because like they had the us area in a starter set and it was like 129.99 and you can buy the exact same starter set for 84.99 on 401 games and like i know 401 is a bit of a discount place like right. compared to others it is it's that's the a big online discount place. that's a big that's a big difference that's a almost like 60 percent markup yeah it's like huge. that's crazy like look i want to help you out buddy but i could buy two of them almost yeah <laughs> like, I, I, I still need to be able to like feel like i'm just paying msrp at least right yeah. like not not over 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 Right. I don't live and in now, I don't live in none of it. You're not flying this in on like a a, a twin otter. <laughs> yeah, right? so like, <laughs> they've they've readjusted everything and now it's like, oh cool. When I come here, I can buy stuff and not be like feel like I've been like oh, I, I made a donation to the store, like in addition to my purchase. Like you're paying um, for the gaming tables. Yeah. Yeah. Which they charge for if you book them. So it's like Oh, wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, it is one of, for everyone listening, it is one of the nicest stores in Canada. It Absolutely. Has a beautiful gaming space and is like a premier location. But you're right. Yeah. You don't want to be getting, there's, getting better. There's only so far you can go. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. And that was always it for me. Like, there's only so far. But anyway, more of a story is they got a bunch of stuff in. The prices got adjusted to fit more reasonable, closer to market value, I guess is the way I would describe it. And so I bought a bunch of stuff and then I'm like, I can paint 27 area and models before this game oh, with Dan. Friday. Yeah. That's right. And Let's go. then I did. And so I painted them all and based them all. And then I played Ariadna for like seven or eight games in a row. And now I got my hands on a Cascuda. And then I was like, I have a bunch of random combined, army combined stuff. Yeah. I need, to, I need like, to finish my Cascuda. It's like 80% done. and I haven't finished it. He's uh, he's something else. Right. I love that model. He's huge. He's so I was cool. Against JSA and oh, they would hate those templates so much. Uh, Shikami can take it pretty well, but the problem that he ran into was that he didn't really have anyone that could, because like the Kaskuda is still armor seven. Yeah, and yeah. so like Spitfires and combi rifles, he's armor ten. Yeah. Like he can just take that yeah. and he's then he'll shoot back yeah. at you. And like you can land him on a rooftop because of course you can, and then he just has cover. And he fights and he's yep. BS 14 and he's, yeah, he's three dice. And then as soon as well, he's anyone... in night fight range, he's plus three usually. Yeah. And then he's anyone who, anyone who, anyone who wants to play the template game loses against him because yeah, he, they're like, I'm going to hit you with my chain rifle. 
well what if i hit you with two damage 15 chain <laughs> right, rifles yeah. oh no oh dear oh dear i need 12 to save this with my my base heavy infantry guy this is uh, uh, more than that not you need 13 13s it's true yeah, yeah 13s, that, it's sure. even yeah. higher Oof. Yeah. Oof. yikes Oof. yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be that, something that is like almost strong enough to pick fights with other tags and super heavy infantry because like yeah, he has ap on sevens. his combis yeah but... yeah but the, the templates that... you're they're say like the average armor eight without cover is saving on sevens that's getting yeah. close to 50 50 with two two chances because it's a double template right yeah and it just makes it that you don't have to play the opposed role game mm-hmm. so like yeah. if they're single tapping you even with like an explosive round you could probably take it in cover and just hit them with the two templates and it would like like a Yodam shooting you with a heavy flamethrower is not nearly as big a deal as you hitting him with those double templates. Mm-hmm. Yodam maybe is an exception because the AP would be actually useful there. Yeah. <laughs> but all the size six... Yodam's almost always an exception to something. Yeah. All the all the armor, all the armor six or seven guys. Yeah, there'd definitely. Be, there'd be a solid argument. And you can just... clear heavy infantry and stuff with the two. It's got a good chance of taking down heavy infantry, even just because it's yeah. it's such high armor. It's 50 50 on both those dice. You can do two wounds, maybe. Yeah. And knock him down. I do like that Cascuda. Um, His only problem is that he has no fucking defenses. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 12. <laughs> and he has no ECM. And so yeah. you're like, please leave me alone. He's cheap enough. I think you just look at him as a cruise missile. He's like a very expensive, like Margo and Durak. Actually, Margo and Durak are almost the same price. He, he actually is one point more expensive yeah. than them. Yeah. I was going to say, it's very close, isn't it? Yeah. And I think he's got the same total wound count because I think Margo's one dogged. She's just and then Durak's got two. She's just one. She doesn't talk it. Nope. She just oh, maybe dies. she used to. Yeah, I, I remember she was. She was. She's shocking me though, isn't she? She's probably shocking you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. where she is, it doesn't matter. No, like, she. Yeah, she nobody's she's gonna, gonna die. To her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's the. Yeah. She's the. She's the suppressing half of that fire team, or the uh, the AP rifling half of that fire team, and then Durak yeah. is the the go the go chain rifle crap half of that fire team, or throw throw a grenade through someone's body. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah. Still, that's the the she is shocking grenade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. yeah. So so that's cool that you get to play some games over the weekend. I played one game, I think, since the last time we recorded, which was against Colin, which was his first ever game of Infinity. And it was nice. It was a small point game. We played 200. Um, and we played it on, like, the 3 by 4 which is kind of an interesting way to play Infinity. Like, the narrower board edges make it, like, a quarter almost, which was kind of neat. Um, and I got to, like, yeah, just play against Corregidor, which I hadn't done in a long time. He was playing Corregidor for, like, his first couple games. I think it was maybe it was, like, a second game because he, he played, like, the basics. And that was fun. Um, and other than that, I've just been trying to get. I'm, I'm digging out because because I unpackaged all of my Infinity models, so they're all in Ziploc bags now. So I'm trying to like organize um, my my Hackaslum stuff for this Hackaslum project, and hopefully the 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 um, the listeners will have put some lists in by the time this episode goes out. So like we'll have a week of them having listened to it because I think the last episode went today, and we'll get some some suggestions for my Hackaslum list. And I can start putting models together. We'll do it. We'll do a breakdown, a list breakdown for that um, that army for my, my new season army. And that's really it. Just like organizing miniatures and played like one game. Um, I can say the last the episode that you posted in the Discord was on nine eleven. So is it really? It, you haven't since then. You haven't posted. Oh, yeah, I haven't pushed them to the Discord. That's all it is. <laughs> that's very funny. I haven't pushed them to the Discord. I should push them to the Discord. Uh, yeah. I'll do that one today. Um, that, one, that one got hit, and then we stopped posting. And then we, and then we, I, well, I just because I've forgotten. Basically, I've been busy on Mondays. <laughs> I had people come to the studio. 
uh i'll do that right now actually it's funny because they've switched they keep switching the app around because spotify bought um the hosting place that we're using for re-listening and things like just randomly stop working <laughs> like the app just randomly stops working sometimes or doesn't copy and paste properly or copies and pastes all screwed up so it's been a pain in the ass actually getting everything like collated here i'll put the other one up today it's already complaining we haven't posted yet uh yep that's exactly what's happening oh and then just a picture of turkey perfect there we go um so yeah that's been it for me so we're into the mailbag part of the episode uh for you listening this is the part where we take questions from you on mailbag uh, which is filled up conveniently again uh and you guys can go and ask another one every episode um these are sort of ama questions do with infinity you can ask them directly to us or into just like the group in general and we'll do our best. I'm gonna skip any Dan ones. Not that there's yeah, any as ones. if there's been a Dan one. <laughs> <laughs> I I immediately knew you were gonna say that as soon as that came out of my mouth, which was the best part. Um, so our first our first one's from Hibicon. It's for everyone, uh, but Dan excluded. How do you handle drop troops being able to land on exclusions on edges in this season's ITS? Do you just measure where that line? Um, is when you declare where you're dropping the troop, do you declare where you think the edge is and then measure and adjust after declaration? Do you just set up um, the table so the exclusion zone line is somewhat obvious so as to avoid the confusion? Um, I treat it exactly the same as any parachutist coming in, which means when a parachutist arrives, I have to place the model and then check to see if it's in a legal spot and then adjust, which is what you always do during deployments, just like you're deploying or nudging a fire team together. Wait. I imagine he's thinking more along the drop troopers who could do it across the table. Yeah, but I would do the same way. I would like eyeball where I think it's going to be, where the exclusion zone is. And then just pull them to it. And then pull them to it, basically, yeah. Yeah. Because you can't pre-measure it, right? So, oh, I think you can actually pre-measure the the sides, can't you? To see where you're you're eligible to show in? You can't pre-measure the distance up and across. If that makes sense, because like there's mm, nothing, yeah. there's nothing that, or at least nothing that I'm aware of that explicitly states that you could pre-measure that. I mean, I've played people have brought them. Essentially, it's the same idea of like, hey, who can see this spot if I were to go here, and then you check where it actually is, and then it's like, oh, actually, he could see. Okay, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go there, mm-hmm. and it's like, cool, pick where you want to go. Like, there's no roles involved. Yeah, exactly. If, and and so you don't declare any AROs until he's decided where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's in my opinion, it's no different than a guy who like wants to tow around the edge of a, a building and isn't sure who could actually see him. Mm-hmm. And then you're or, just like, okay, I don't do it. Or who wants to place his parachutist on the side edge in such a way that a building shadow is like blocking it from being shot. You know what I mean? Like you nudge yeah. it to where you can't be seen because you're trying to you're trying to determine that before you place the model even. Right. Can I, I mean, climb to the top of this and not be seen? If I stood here and it's like, oh, I actually can't make it there. Mm-hmm. So then it doesn't matter. And like, that's that's the logic, at mm-hmm. least that I've been playing at the people I've played the games. Yeah, I, I, it just to me, it just extends the line across the middle of the table. It's just that there isn't like a convenient board edge basically to eyeball it from. You yeah. know what I mean? So like you have to kind of like know where those lines are. But let's be honest, like after a while, you get pretty good at that. Like, you know, like you can you can usually tell what the 12 inch line is. You can usually tell what the. Um, more often than not look where their hvt is and cut it across yeah exactly like, yeah, exactly yeah that's t- almost almost i would say eight out of ten times for either of us it's we put it right on the line and that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be the correct spot or close enough to it doesn't matter yeah um so then we got tebron nim 
asking all of us, I feel the adjustment to bioimmunity rule has unfairly nerfed the rule and relegated it to the meh pile for those models. How would you rewrite the rule to make it useful and relevant without being overpowered? Uh, why don't you go first? Because you had some opinions on bioimmunity when it first got changed. Yeah, you had a couple. Or maybe it was Dan actually that had them. I'm, Dan, I'm, Dan has actually used bioimmunity. I don't give a shit about bioimmunity. Yeah, we had we had some fixes. I just remember the last time we talked about it, we had like what I thought was actually a really clever fix. I think Dan came up with it. And it was like, keep it the way it is now. Ready in the meth pile. Like it, it, oh. it, it was, it was well, because the big change is that it got rid of the AP immunity. Yeah. Right. AP, like it basically AP and viral and yeah. and and like all of yeah. the MOA types came back essentially. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, like, it to to me, I think you just give those models, you keep the bioimmunity the way it is, and then you can give those models so it, like thematic immunities that are to whatever type of bioimmunity they have. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like, if you want to have the sort of like bio armor of the um, Onyx Contact Force tags be represented by bioimmunity, you could give them bioimmunity and then give them like. I, don't know. I think the models immunity that have something. bioimmunity could literally lose bioimmunity and be completely fine. Yeah, just I don't do think, a point reduction. I don't, just think, take out I don't even know reduction. if you get a point reduction. Like, Zeodrons are already solid. Yeah. Like, wait, no. Agreed. Yeah, Zeodron. Yeah. Five, six, 50 points. Like, what? That's the a fine matrix tag. always pays something for a point cost. You know what I mean? Like it's like biometric. I'm not prizes. sure if we, that we all know that... does anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm. I got I'm some sure questions that... about a couple models who but, have come out, and I well, don't think that matrix is doing what it used to do. When it was really good, when it when it yeah. made you immune to, to basically have like a quasi total immunity. Um, it literally just was total immunity, like it, with with like two exceptions. When your armor was five six, it was. When your armor was one six, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like. There was a few cases, but mostly when N3 went to N4, they changed all those profiles anyway. Like right. Bolts having like, I think it was like one three armor or something like that. In the I mean, the, the standout was when Categories had bioimmunity and had uh, BTS9. Yeah. For like, uh, for <laughs> yeah. like a 15 minute window. <laughs> yeah. And then the new edition just gave them TI. And it's yeah. like, if they should have bioimmunity, give them a variation of immunity. Yeah. Like one of them or just TI. Yeah, or just why not? TI. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, TI is getting kind of ridiculously passed around as well. Um, but I think just giving them like a, a thematically appropriate immunity, like immunity criticals or immunity, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Where it's and those just... have already shown up immunity, AP immunity crit, like other models have those. Abilities. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like baked like, in. You could do immunity, viral immunity, shock. Oh, sorry. Shock immunity is all over the place. Well, tags like, automatically have shock immunity anyway. Right. But not all of these guys are tags, right? Like there's bioimmunity sure, yeah. that like floats all through. Yep, 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 right. Yeah. And yet it has never once come up for me. It's never like, really mattered. It's never been yeah. much. I'm bioimmunity and I'm one three. Oh, cool. Guys, do you <laughs> remember the last time your Muyib was saved because of his bioimmunity? His sweet, sweet bioimmunity. Yeah, probably right? not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Correct. That's my perspective on bioimmunity. Just get rid of it. Like, just, get just, a new just rule. replace it with, yeah, replace it with an immunity or something else that's more thematic. Give them, give them yeah. that one point discount yeah that's take really the what point, it is take, take, it's basically one point discount yeah. yeah all right so we're into our last question for this week and it's from alice it's for all and it says i'm having a shazvasti craving but i always struggle to keep them alive on the defensive and after they come out of camo any tips on how to protect my precious camo babies how to better deploy them tricks for camo spam in general i just want to make it harder for my opponent to deal with the might of the egg um 
you've played Chesvasti. I've played Camo Armies before. Uh, my first instinct to answer this question is like command token usage is like coordinating recamos at the end of the turn and getting good at placing those models in places where your last order, like putting a camo token, like an order and a command token aside to make sure everybody's back in the marker state at the end of the turn. That's my, that's like my first instinct for answering that. Uh, I don't think Shazvasti does the camo thing very well. No? Which feels weird because they should, but I think Shazvasti has some pretty cool link teams and individual good camo markers. I was going to say, I think like certain camo markers, like if you're, if you're going Sphinx, right? If you're going like Norkius, I think Norkius has camo, doesn't he? I'm like pretty sure he does. I don't even know who that is because I don't think he's in that faction. Um, oh, no, who I was no, no, you're right. Norkius is, I yeah. think, in Onyx. I'm so just thinking like, of like the hunter pieces, basically. They're in the Caliban is a great hunter piece. There you go. Yeah, he's also he he can do a lot of fun stuff by also being an MSV level with his mimetism and camera. Yeah, yeah. Noctifers um, obviously do. Yeah, Noctifier missile launcher is like a staple of this yeah. guy who can just tap you. And the thing is, it's kind of it. Like the well, other well, the ones, Sphinx. and the Sphinx is the other big one because having a tag going to camp sure. at the end of its turn is a huge deal. Yeah, the right? Sphinx it protects it from all kinds of things like hacking and all, all that stuff. That's it's it's actually not great at stopping hacking because it has no this, ECM and it's only BTS six. I honestly think the Sphinx is better in vanilla combined than he is in. We get access to cheaper troops. Yeah, exactly. To make it, <laughs> to make him get to make him move around. Because like the Nox troopers are not bad, and like I think that's the thing is if if you brought the Sphinx and he was like the only camo guy you brought and then the rest of your list was like robots guaylo i was gonna say mentors uh, mentors might want to be able to get back into camo but a lot of them you're right you only only bring one mentor and he's your lieutenant yeah i was gonna say a lot of them have nano screens and stuff like that so you're not necessarily using them as um you're not i'm pretty sure there's no go into camo there's no overlap between uh camo and nano screen if i recall um like no, no, I'm no saying guy. like, but your big fighting pieces that you take, if you're not taking a Sphinx, you're taking stuff like you're taking a Guaylo, right? Who doesn't have camo. So like your fighting pieces and going back into camo at the end of the turn. Like, oh, I I, I'm just saying part of the way you play, or if you're taking Speculos, they're, they're, you can't coordinate it because they're impersonating, right? So like right. Speculos would be ones that might want to, but if you're doing camo, it's basically just Shrouded Malignos, um, like Cadmus, if you want, and your Noctifers that are like your key pieces. Like my opinion is the starting staple of your of your Shazvasti list is four Nox and a T-Drone. Um, and that's your primary fighting group. And then you can sprinkle it in with your personal favorite marker state guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the, it, it the T-Drone is, is real good. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, and, and linked especially. I, I was just going to say, it, it is, like, if you're going into camo, you're kind of going all in. But it's, I think you're right. I think it comes from the place of, like, a list design. Because you can't coordinate like um like camo and impersonation at the same time so that makes it kind of inefficient for using command tokens and then if you're not taking pieces that take advantage of camo that's just not a problem so you kind of have to build a list that does that that has like four key camo pieces that you're going to use every turn then you're going to put back into camo at the at the end of the round maybe um i just think they're too expensive you can't you can't actually play that way because you can like you're talking about it as if you were playing ariadna where you had like 15 to 20 point camel guys. Shazvasti doesn't have that. Like, yeah, they do. They the, have, the, shrouded they have shrouded is the cheapest. It's the cheapest, yeah. It's 22 points. A, a 22, right? Like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't no 14 point box the, trot, the FO right? is 23. <laughs> no, but the FO is 23 points. He's got shock mines, a flash pulse, and a combi rifle. 
and all of the other gear. The 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 shroud is pretty pretty key. I think I could make a solid four model. The, um, the Trinitarian is twenty three points, but he's mim six, and arm one. Who? Like the the oh, guys the, in, oh, in military the, in, orders. In military. <laughs> what are we talking yeah, about like, in this faction? Well, no, I'm I'm just looking <laughs> yeah, at like saying. yeah, yeah. The thing is, is like what you're trying to say is like, oh, you could play this like a camo list. Fair. Like the what I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying saying to make is... a. I'm just trying to give useful advice to the person asking the question who obviously wants to play with camel markers. That's what I'm trying to do, and okay. you're trying to rewrite their army list. I'm for just saying this. What I'm saying. Hey, I'm not having <laughs> success playing this way. I want to play in yeah. my faction. Sure. I don't think your faction plays that way. My hacking game from my area ain't very good either, but what's your advice for <laughs> i'm just saying i think i think they can do it um i'm trying to make a list of like a, a core four fighting piece or like button pushing piece um that all have uh what should we call it that all have um camo and it only runs out to if i grab all of these guys it runs out to a total of 179 and i've got a shrouded a malignos like a shrouded port observer a malignos killer hacker a nocturne for missile launcher and a sphinx and so I've still got 121 points to fill in the rest of that with like exactly what you just talked about, which is what, like Q-Drone? Q-Drone Plasma or HMG? 88 points is the is the five-man link that I recommend. Well, there you go. So 88 points. So Q-Drone Plasma or no, HMG? No. Which one? T-Drone T FTO. Oh, the FTO T-Drone. Who's the missile launcher, right? Because then he can link with Ada Swanson. That's right. Who's the mine layer FTO. And then you get a Nox Hacker, Nox Paramedic, Nox HMG. It's a pure right. link. They get the plus three for being in that pure link. The missile shoots twice. They have their own hacker, so you can send other things out or put down um, repeaters. And this thing can just fight anyone. Like they fight at every range. Yeah. They they have access to viral mines, which is yep. hilarious. This is great on a mine layer. And then you have a double tapping missile launcher. Who, if you want to go further into it, which kind of back and forth on this one bring the e-drone and give marksmanship to your missile bot and now he's effectively bs like 18 <laughs> there you go you're in nine models and 258 you have a sphinx a shrouded a malignos and octopus missile launcher you've got your full fire team with the t-drone fto ada fto uh two nox and uh i put in a nox hacker just to have a hacker because the same point cost because why not yeah i had a nox hacker in that group that I yeah listed. yeah and yeah, then uh so what you still got 42 points to fill in with like cheap drones you can put in double uh baggage bots where are they uh you want Dr. a caliban is what you want well, i was uh, gonna put in the med tech because the med tech gives you sweet sweet fixing sphinxes the uh, caliban does it better because he's an infiltrating camo engineer and he can still have a slave drone there you go and also has the same whip as the same point Dr. Cost? Wormbot. He's more expensive. He's 28 uh, I, was trying to keep, I was trying to keep him cheap. He's so six points in... different. And yeah, but from... we're, we're at the end here, right? So, yeah. so we're in, we're into like group two. So I'm trying to get to, oh, I'm trying to get to 15. I don't think I can get to 15 otherwise. Actually, I don't think I get to 15 either way. But if you take the med tech and double slave drones, you're at 10 models in group one, 286. And then you can fit in, where's those cheapo flamethrow mans icodron uh, batroids you can get one of them ah uh, you can't quite get two of them but you could get two seven point drones m drones is that what they're called they only no. get one q drones only get one you get a taiga that's what you get you get, a, you get one here. of those and a taiga there you go here i i did it i made the list you made the list all right what's your list and 
it is here i'll i'll post it in the patron chat and then you okay. can just look at it okay. and see what i'm this is this is my brain of of what an effective shazvasti list looks like these days if you want to use the sphinx um it doesn't go too hard into camo there's only the mentor and the caliban who are going to be camoing up and then hiding a mine layer who you in these guys you have to be nervous of what that actually is right um but yeah it five man link e-drone you can either protect your sphinx or buff your t-drone depending if they're a hacker heavy faction or not um you have three taigas with two ikadrons to fuel them so your taigas can go and do stuff and protect points you have the engineer who has his own slave drone so he can either fix the t-drone if it goes down fix the sphinx if it goes down or mm. he can bring it with him and double tap with his protheon close combat ability right 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 so he he becomes ma5 <laughs> just for having his slave drone traveled nearby um yeah and then you have a little r drone flashbot and some flamethrowers to cover your backside and here you go and then each turn you turn one you have your sphinx who can go out and fight till he dies Turn two, you have your link team that can fight till it dies and do objectives. And then turn three, whatever's left, whether it's the Caliban or some of the link or some of the Taigas. There you go. Well, I went a different direction from you. <laughs> and I went with trying to give the, 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 you can have camo and have a recant with the other turn. So I went the Sphinx, a Shrouded, Port Observer, a Malignus Kill Hacker, a Nocturne Missile Launcher, uh, the Fire Team with the T Drone FTO, Ada FTO, Nox Lieutenant. Nox combi and a Nox hacker, and then a med tech with a slave drone, which is 10 in group one. And then group two, you got a Ica drone and an R drone, uh, which you can then put into, uh, or you can use the R drone or the Ica drone even to reload those um, mines on Ada uh, and generally cause problems. So I got to 12 models, 12 all regular order generating models. And four of them are in camo and can be command tokened to recamo. So we came at five five point five SWC and two ninety nine for mine. Yeah, I'm Which also ain't nothing. I'm also five point five two ninety nine. I'm also more hesitant to do coordinated orders nowadays. What with the ability to just purchase an order, mm. I do that every round, every yeah, time. So for far. sure, yeah, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great new ability. I like it a lot. All right, let's add in this one. Uh, and that was our last question. So go fill up the mailbag because the mailbag is looking real empty again. We got one sitting question. We'll link it in the um, the attack word channel now that we're back to doing that. And we're going to jump into talking about I the do most one last thing. Fun. I oh, yeah, cannot stress enough the Caliban engineer with slave drone in Shazvasti. It's great. Um, it's real good. Like it, you don't expect how good it is. <laughs> Just be aware disagree. that it's there. I don't yeah. disagree. It is. It is real good. Um, so anyway. we're we're now well, we're now talking about everyone's favorite mission, the last launch. Um, this one's this one's real interesting. I like <laughs> this one way more than evacuation. I do too. Like now played one. evacuation as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> never no, doing that again well it's it's rescue on hard mode whereas last launch i think is i like all room missions because they create a central focal point for the game um and i like the puzzle part of infinity with like an attack and defense so let's just overview the mission real fast those that didn't hear us talk about it we did like the recap at the end of last season um this one is basically a huge room in the middle of the table 
Um, to the left and the right of it are ID scanners, and in the center is the launch bay. Uh, it has a central room. There's an exclusion zone, which is eight inches to either side of the central line uh, and 12 inch deployment zones. Uh, it has Evo hackers. They don't have to have an ID tag. They don't have to go get one from the consoles before they launch. Um, baggage to control the, the room. Specialists are specialists. Uh, and then if you want to dominate the launch tower and the zone of control, you have to, of course, have your points in there. Um, you need to download IDs from the ID terminals and you need to have an ID in order to spend the order to launch and get fired out of the cannon or whatever. Um, at the end of the game, if you've extracted more army points, you get four. It's a big score for getting more people off the table. At the end of the game, if you scrapped more specialists, you get two more for six. At the end of the game, if you've killed more specialists, you go to eight. At the end of the game, um, have killed the same number of specialists for one. At the end of the game, have dominate the launching tower for one. So holding the room at the end of the game is only worth one. It's all about getting people off the table, killing their specialists, and extracting your specialists. And then you get a single classified worth one point. So this is, unlike um, evacuation, you can score big in this mission. Like, you can get 10 in this mission. Has that been your experience? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually, almost, almost guaranteed somebody's won or has is in a state of having won the game on the end of top of one really and the other player has to try and not lose and uphill it right right okay yeah because somebody's taking the room and launched something no they're they're evil bot walked it right off the bat first thing they did is just left. yeah and they yeah. went all right i have four points because i have more and i have two points because he was a specialist and he was worth 35 points because he was an evil bot good luck Good luck. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight 35. <laughs> I don't care what that's, happens. That's, you gotta get a heavy yeah. infantry guy off if you want. And he didn't need the ID tags. You just run him out. Right. And he can do that in two orders. And you cannot stop him unless you can kill him before he gets to it. Because even if he dies as part of the liftoff, he still goes. So you have to kill him before he gets there. So that really... It's real hard. It's well, I was gonna say, hard. But it, I was going to say, it really uphills some armies that don't have Evo bots. <laughs> Everyone has an Evo. Everyone has an Evo bot. They're not all bots. Okay, everyone's, say, got an Evo. everyone's got at least the war driver, right? Like when I played my Ariadna, we played yeah. last launch at that event, and right. Mr. War Driver was like, "I'm out." Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm only just, I'm only 17 say, points, but yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter if I disable their hands and their yeah, Evo bot yeah, can't yeah. leave. Yeah. Okay. So it's either war drivers or it's bots for the people. I think honestly, the war driver is better. He's easier I, to I hide. Think that they're yeah. same speed. Why not? The Evo bot is 35 points. Like, oh, because he's not? got baggage. Because he got baggage. Oh, yeah. sorry. For, that's and right. Because the war driver yeah. doesn't then. Oh, that right. kind of balances it out then. The fact that he's kind of more sneaky and not as big a profile trying to move through the doors and move around versus you get the baggage on the other Evo bots. That's true. And again, he's, he's an Evo bot, but he's not an Evo bot. Pretty much everybody is going to have some variation of I throw smoke and he walks in and leaves. And like Pano's the only one who can't. And Pano's answer is, who can see through the door here? They shoot them like you can't see through this cloud yeah. of bullets yeah <laughs> i have this sniper that can see well if i die to kill that sniper mission accomplished yeah. I, I guess stand you could, up and you, shoot him technically you could eclipse your way in with a guarded de assalto in one army yeah. <laughs> that's about it but you're right i think that is that 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 did feel i think we did the breakdown so that's been your experience now is that everybody basically figured out like yeah just get yeah. get in the door and get out early so it's a go first mission eh? weird uh, for a room mission yeah it it's it's asterisk go first it's go first if you can get your evo bot out that door um if the reacting team has a lot of like stuff it can mm -hmm. be hard 
Like mm-hmm. if they have a really good ARO thing, like uh, like that Morat with the quad tap sniper. Yeah. Or um, he's not a great like ARO piece. But he's a good active piece. Yeah. But so so there are some good some good like reactive pieces that you're. Right. But you just like it's still yeah. Is it you? This Spuds- is a mission that you need to build a list for because you have to bring those Evo bots. Yeah. And he has to live. <laughs> Spud, Spud's all neurosynetic uh, nun army would be a nightmare in this mission. <laughs> he's got he has three sin eaters and then a full fire team of Morris, <laughs> and you're just flying into full burst minus six to hit uh, army trying to get into that room would be an absolute nightmare. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, as far as like maybe you would not go for Marmadon eats smoke grenade. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's got lots of visors too. Um, it doesn't work. Or sorry. I said smoke, but that's not what I meant when I said Myrmidon. You, yeah, <laughs> I said Myrmidon. The, I meant the bigger Myrmidon. Yeah, no, no, meant, the, the Myrmidon eclipse, officer. Eclipse yeah. Myrmidon is what I meant. I meant yeah. Eudoros. I meant robot legs, man. Um, five people in that faction. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All the five Eudoroses that we could send through here. Yeah, this is the, what the steel flanks would do. They would just leave with 200 points and then just have Achilles sit in the room being like, yeah, let's go. Come on, like, what do you want? Come get me. Achilles and Ajax just sitting in the room by themselves, keeping everybody out. Um, so, so yeah. So, uh, what armies have you played this with? Uh, I played this as Pano, as um, Ariadna, like three, two or three times. As I think that's it. Those mm-hmm. ones, and then I've played against Shazavasti and. Um, what day faction does Dan play? O12. O12. And something else. I, forget. I feel like O12 would be okay at defending the room because they've got tons of like defensive tech and mine layers and stuff like that. The um the the exclusion zone does kind of cause a problem though for keeping it, like the, keeping people in the room. It's surprising how hard it is for them to I found in my experience that you actually don't need to hold the room per se. You just need sight lines to the room. Yeah, to slow people you, down. Yeah. Yeah, because like, and and really, what you actually want to defend are the um, the ID boxes and the launch point. Yeah, because I don't care about the launch point if you don't have an ID, because mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything for mm-hmm. you. So if I can get my Evo guy out and kill yours before he even gets to move, at the cost of literally anything in my army, all I have to do now is make it where you have to struggle to walk up and spend the whip checks trying to get yeah, ID check. Because it's super order intensive to go through that process and you can just make it harder by having guys watching that, multiple people watching that button. And a notable thing is the uh, the side rooms are not 12 inches in, they're eight inches in. Yep. Means you lose a movement. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you had optimal situation where your person deployed straight at the button with no one in their way, it's one order to get there. Second order, whip check, half move third order move again to the door fourth order to get out so four orders per guy assuming he passes his whip check that's mm-hmm. a lot that's, that's a expensive. lot yeah in a, in a 45 order ish game in a perfect that's, world too that's and a that's ton. a there's that's no percent of your way there's yeah. no yeah there's no face no to face you, you now reveals. you didn't fail any web checks yeah yeah that all of a sudden gets like it's real real fast <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not it's not going to be uh it's not going to be um a perfect game ever and so you you got to make sure the right people get off and the right people are even the ones you try with first so that you can get that, those points off. Because it's point if, if you don't get more points off or even like, I, you, I was going to say, those orders are wasted. Like if you don't yeah. do it with the right people, those orders are wasted. So what do you feel like, um, 
the because what, what do you, you think because you're the one who wanted to do opinions and i'll tell you what i've experienced i just had one last question before i'm doing thought right. experiments right now so the, then the right. last question was what do you think the um the, the the like the requirement is if this is in a tournament pack for you to write a list for it um you have to have an evo list something mm -hmm. that has at least one evo bot um and, and some lockdown you, pieces you really actually just need to be able to room you don't need you don't need to defend you only need to be able to reach out and kill stuff Mm -hmm. because everyone's got the exclusion zones you can't close range so you need like a big sniper or a big hmg or some equivalent of those where if your opponent has a piece that can protect the spot you could kill it mm -hmm. um and then that clears yeah. the path for your evo to get out mm -hmm. and then that Even same guy like repeaters yeah. that that cause isolations you know what i mean like because you manage to isolate somebody or even just cause them to have to reset that isolation you're like you you've ended the launch <laughs> as soon as they're isolated they just but can't you, go anymore but you kind of <laughs> right. don't right because like unless you can isolate them prior to them getting to the box right but it's still two like, more orders to get to launch out so as soon if they if they isolate while they're getting the order and they don't face to face you provided it all goes right and they get their id tag they just stop there in the oh open, i see what you're saying right like if you can walk down the, my the, brain the ID is checker you are only ever fighting their evo bots mm-hmm Gotcha. Like who gives a crap about the side buttons if they have an evil bot? So, they sorry, don't matter. You have to kill that guy. Well, you just said that you needed to get yeah. your evil bot off if you're going first and then lock those places down. I'm in the thought okay, experiment of that's of, of, we're following your strategy right now. Got so it, I'm got just trying it, to yeah. go to the logical conclusion of it, it those are powerful we, things. We to got we got past to the first part of it real fast, yeah. in my opinion. Because like you being able to get your evil bot out might be real difficult <laughs> well that was gonna be my next question was was if you include an evil bot in your list what's your delivery system right so some armies are going to have one some armies aren't going to have one because everybody's got access to an evil hacker not all of them have a have a way of getting them there so ironically the non-baggage evo hacker is probably the one with the best delivery system which is going to be ariadna because they've got smoke all over the place they can throw to go get there second best will be the um I actually think the baggage the and the one. hack islam one the two the two heroes of this mission, in my opinion, are Steel Phalanx and um, Akon. Uh, like Shock Army of Akon to Cemento. Because mm -hmm. they have clips. Um, they both have Eclipse and they both have Cilia. Mm -hmm. And she yeah, is sounds, an she's a great hacker. hacker. Yeah, yeah. And she's a yeah. huge point, a huge amount of points too. And, and she, she gets she her, bot her bot as well, with you. which exactly. is more points. Yeah. And because she can actually do shit as she leaves you you have someone going who's not if you lose they go first roll you also have the you also have someone who could fight her way there if she's yeah. not going first right if you lose that that first roll yeah yeah you can really also powerful. she can step up and shoot pitchers as she heads for the door sure um and then leave mm -hmm. and those pitchers don't go away so cool yeah. and because um, both of those factions have access to eclipse smoke which they mm -hmm. can deliver without counter i was gonna say 99 of maps in garda in well the garda even can go get id tagged and go to right like you, you have yeah. you like he can he gets his bot to leave as well and he can deliver himself with that eclipse grenade i think anything anyone with eclipse obviously is going to be super powerful um what was the other one uh anybody with um i mean smoke one? grenade is great too mirror ball well no anyway any yeah. toha with mirror ball as well right because it's another eclipse grenade basically yep you get all access to that um they're gonna have the ability to like get off the table uh so they have an evo they they have a war driver 
they have almost no hackers. Yes, they have like they one have Camille Camille hacker, and then they yeah. have the war driver. Yeah, that's right. That's there's, right. there's like Ariadna because they don't they don't they do, do everything with like biotics. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking of. Yeah. So the um the the next question I had, and I guess my opinion time thing would be, um, what if you choose to go second? <laughs> so devil's advocate, you think you should go first? I typically think anytime there's like a zone of operations to control or you can make people waste orders, you want to go second. Now that's a room mission. So the room's infinitely high. It's, but you can see, cause all the doors are open. You can see through it. So you can see the launch point. Um, I think it's very hard to, without having a purpose built list that has something like Eclipse in it. I think it's very hard to get that ego so, off. Here's the I think certain factions, I, I think certain factions can use your plan and certain factions can't, I guess is what I was going to say without having was, to maybe go uphill. I was going to say, there's one thing that I don't know if you're considering. The room is like the actual door wall of it, not the mm -hmm. door part, is four inches from your exclusion zone. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going first, I can deploy my guy in the open behind that wall, knowing that it's infinitely tall. And it's unlikely that I, I'll keep him in reserve to see in case you do something that might shoot him there. If you don't, or even if you do, maybe I defend it. But if you don't, I put him there, he walks four straight at the wall, and then he dodges as his second short skill to be just towing the absolute bare minimum in that doorway. Mm -hmm. And now he, he's gone because his next order, he walks the four inches to the box and it doesn't matter if you, yeah, if you lose, it doesn't matter. That, that's a good, we, I don't think we mentioned that yet this episode, but that's a good point. It doesn't matter what state you're in. If you make the launch test, you're just gone. And there is no <laughs> test. And there, and there's no test. Sorry, you just spend the order and you go if you have a tag. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like it's it's even face to facing. It's pointless because you have to kill him before can, he gets there. And I exactly it. Yeah. You have to go first. Like try and go first. It'll be you'll be you'll be doing the uphill fight because basically if you're going second, again, I think you should have your own Evo hacker if you know this mission is in your packet. Right. Um. And you need to be able to keep him alive against whatever's coming at you, and then you have to get him out. And they're going to have to try and stop you from getting your Evo bot. And after that point, I don't know what happens because every one of my games, one person succeeded and the other person didn't. And it was just basically <laughs> everybody left on the table selling their lives to keep you out of that, that yeah. lodge. So point. The, the one Evo war driver who walked off the board was the guy who won me the game for six points just by himself. Right. And then it's like, oh, other points got brought up too, but it didn't matter because what happened You're just was, causing chaos for the rest of it. This dork walked in and left, and then Durak killed his Evo hacker and died to do it. And it was completely worth it to lose a 60-point dog to kill a 15-point Evo, because now my opponent could do nothing. He couldn't. The, he that was it. the next thing I was going to ask you. Do you think if you're making the list, because the assumption is going to be everyone's going to write almost an identical list, style-wise, probably, um, is it worth having an assassin piece to go yeah. and hunt down? I think, I think it absolutely is. I, oh, think, yeah. I think having like a... <laughs> assassin Fide, or deployment zone ad yeah. or an ad troop like uh like a luching like who can jump out of the sky and just crush that evo bot basically with his feet yep um any of those like that's the other auto include like the evo hacker is just he's the first it. piece he's the first piece how do you, I think the how does your how you kill their kill evo hacker yeah. yeah yeah exactly how do you kill how do you kill the thing that they need to get through the door um and if you've already killed it some other way then how do you kill all their specialists with that same piece because even if that guy loses a bit of value once the um, well, after that point, all you guys do is make them waste time. Like it's you don't two, it's two points. Six... It's two points for specialist kills, right? So if you kill more specialists, then sure, you... but they don't matter. You already won if you got your one guy out. It's six points. <laughs> it matters in a tournament, lose. but it matters in a tournament to get two more, right? Because that's sure. your, that's your Fair first enough, time. I guess. So I'm just saying, like, it, I'm saying his value isn't wasted. 
he can go he just switches to kill specialist modes after he kills the, the evo guys oh i see what you're saying yeah, yeah right yeah. He, he flips over like if you manage to snipe out that guy or catch him with um overwatching arrows or something like that then right. your assassin piece switches to well i guess i'm just killing specialists now morty <laughs> like yeah jump jumps out I, so it's crushing those necks so in my in my point before of like if you're not going first operation don't don't let your evo die is the second part sure and in that i think whoever it is that you have that's going to go try and kill that evo bot is probably not going home like mm-hmm. whatever defenses your opponent has or whatever defenses you have he may kill your evo bot but you're definitely killing him in the process mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of that's my expectation it's how it's played out for me i watched the table next to me and it played out the same for them mm-hmm. um and then it gets like dicey like there was a case where in one game i had a um what are they called a uh the ariadna parachutist who's not a paracommando uh that's not american. a paracommando oh the american one is the airborne, uh, Ranger. airborne rangers 20 point airborne forward observer walks right. in from the side gets themselves a piece of id and then walks to the middle and leaves mm-hmm. because they couldn't defend against the guy who could show up inside the exclusion zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of an oversight. And so like, if he had been able to contest that a little bit, just shooting at an airborne ranger as he ran for it, probably didn't make it because mm-hmm. there's having just that as so your reserve. If you're going second, I think having that as a reserve, a pocket piece, basically some kind of AD troop that can show up and grab a tag and leave. That's yeah. like a decent point value is probably a good a good second. Like if we're going have Again, something even, Evo, have some just... assassin piece, and then have something that can respond to like if that guy's dead, if that Evo guy's dead, that's not going to get off the table. I think the experience that you're going to find, and this was the similar one in ex- in a, in the evacuation one, it is very very order intensive to do this, like to get those buttons and sure. to get off yeah, the board. Yeah. Um, and it, it saves something that it... there is a huge deal. Yeah. And not only that, it's just like, it's not a case of like, oh, I'm going to get like two or three of these guys off the board. Or there is an argument in the in the discord about like, well, what if the lieutenant leaves? What happens? Mm. And it's like, it ain't going to happen. Like it isn't. I, I'll be real with you. If if by some means your lieutenant got off the board, you like won an hour ago. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a You were just screwing with your opponent at that point because yeah. like you had made it. Um, yeah. I know there are some lieutenants that are also specialists and it can cause that to cop up. But right. even those they have to go they have to push the stupid button and then they have to make it to that room and your opponent is not going to have nothing they're going to do something to stop mm-hmm. from making that like my one list had just two sunduck butts that sat on each of the id buttons and it's like cool i don't care you'll win probably but it'll take All you four or five orders to fight through these idiots and uh by that point you'll have stalled out and you can't get out the map i win like that's the that's the whole thing i don't need to you can kill more specialists than me you can do your classified you can do whatever you want but i got my evil bot out and that's six points and i win this round <laughs> and that's that's kind of been my perspective on this map is it all comes down to get your guy out as soon as you can yeah and then have a plan if that goes wrong yeah have some kind of plan for getting off somebody else that's not and that's not super order intensive that gets you there like uh, like at least a couple orders up the board so you can do it and have a little bit of wiggle room if you don't get the orders that you need because yeah. you've taken a bunch of casualties uh, it does feel like specialist. it does feel like um just as a last point about army inclusion for like list writing for this one 
that one of the things you might want to include um, to protect your EvoBot and just to have in general is like boost deployables, things that don't need line of sight, uh, crazy koalas, mat traps. They, you know they can't I mean? get like, them on parents. deployment, unfortunately. You'd have to move up and do them. So it takes no, 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 no. I, I mean, up. I mean, if you're if you go second, you want to be able to surround your EvoBot. Oh, with I that see. That kind of saying. stuff, right? Yeah. Like you want to have Ways a to nest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You want a nest to like to like protect yourself from those assassin pieces. Even at like having like an impersonation piece that can be in base contact um, with your Evo bot so that somebody can't just like spotlight missile you, right? Because they can't hit the impersonation marker. Like there's a right. bunch of little things you can do uh, yeah. to create like a safety net. For, or or even Evobot. if there if there's a way you you put him in a, such a position and you literally body block him. Like mm-hmm. you put a guy there that prevents a, a melee specialist from getting base to base. Yeah. Just because. Just stack bodies uh, next to him, yeah. I will say that I think this is this is the mission for my boy, the stigmata. Um, as a built-in specialist tag, yeah, and also yeah. being fast and also having a decent whip and the ability to fight on his way out. Yeah, it's very funny, but like, also very good. His tack aware means that he's like in his own first two orders, he's potentially well on his way to leaving. Like it's three orders for a stigmata to get out the board instead of the four for anyone else, assuming perfect roles, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. blah. But he's map. also the most likely to fight his way past it if he has to fight someone too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. That's yeah. a decent That's a decent one to get to get off the table. Um, the other one I was going to think of, although not a specialist, um, actually any tag technically can be a specialist to grab an ID, right? As, as, if there's no risk to you, you can get out and grab an ID. Yep. Not all of them have great whip. They're all like whip 12, but... You can still do it if you need to. Unless Most you're... of the ancillaries are 11. I know. Yeah, but <laughs> not Maggie. Maggie can do it. All Another reason why Maggie's great. If you yep. can get Maggie off the board, man. Yep. Hooray. Actually, if you got out of Maggie, because I don't think you can get through the door, can you? You can. It's a wide gate. All oh, that's a wide gate? Okay, through. there you go. Yep. All right, there you go. Yeah, if you can get Maggie off the board, that's such a shocking amount of points. It's <laughs> like, yeah. a huge number of points. Now, the flip side to that, Maggie doesn't count as a specialist when it leaves. And so, no, it doesn't. Two of it doesn't count as baggage. <laughs> sure, does count as baggage. Yeah, it is, it is 108 points. Actually, yeah. here's, the, here's my question If is the tag a peripheral for the point of view if you exit the tag and then walk out with the pilot? Would no, that be a specialist a leaving? Peripheral. It would be a specialist leaving. And it would be the same points. It would not be points because it has the pilot skill. It would be zero. So if doesn't you're anaconda, as, no, no, doesn't the pilot no, count no, no, as no. the same points for the purposes of scoring? It does not. It does not. There is two exceptions. Okay. <laughs> and it is the two pilots in the game who don't have the eject. Skill. That's right. Who don't? And have it's both skill. of that's the right. eject. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm thinking about them because I had to fight them <laughs> when you were here back when, yeah. back when you were that, here in the spring. That iguana that's he right. counts, mm, though he's not anaconda. a specialist. Mm-hmm. And then the anaconda, who is also not a specialist. That's but right. But those yeah. pilots would count. Those two assholes would count if they decide to leave. Yeah. That's very funny. I'm just trying to think of a way that you could get both for maggie i don't think you can though i think you're right because no. I, I don't think the tag exits with her if she leaves it versus like other stuff like peripherals and attachments all exit as soon as the the model leaves which is where i'm like i think that you've got to if you play bakunin you could probably get away with bringing a stigmata rather than your evo bots mm-hmm. if for whatever reason you wanted to do it that way um there's so because... many points and she's still a specialist too yeah it's a lot of points. It's a built-in specialist. And if you're going second, good chance they can't kill you on turn one. Yeah. And also you can fight past with it itself. Or it's tough enough that it can just endure just whatever's going to happen. Yeah, just walk through instead. 
because they have to do five wounds to kill the thing. Well, and you can warlock smoke your way there even, right? Because you get cheap smoke. Yep. And so, like, there's there's something to say about nomads having a tag who is capable of doing the job. Tags on the table, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that this is a very good example of like you got to write a list for this one. I I personally think that if you didn't if you didn't think if this shows up in a mix for like an event and you didn't have a plan for one of your lists to be for this mission specifically. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a a big swing. Like I think that when this one shows up in a mission, you're gonna see a lot of ten nothings, right? Like a lot of a lot of big I, big or nine nothings actually, because people will forget to do their classified. I find it's so order uh, intensive. Usually, the person who won by getting out loses the room, and the other guy gets the room at the end. Of gets the, the one point at the end of the mission, yeah. Because he's it's one point though, so who gives a shit? <laughs> like, for sure. But I just mean to say that like it, you get a little something. They get sure. their specialist. They probably killed more specialists after that point. And like the guy who didn't waste four to 12 orders trying to yeah. get people off the board spent those just killing you. Mm-hmm. And you went down, not only did you spend those points not killing him, you spent them removing models from your army that are less orders throughout the course of the game too. The scoring in this one is a very straight line and it's yeah. very it's very opposed points. Like if you get it, your opponent doesn't, right? In all cases. I think there's one tie version. Yeah, kill the same number of specialists. Right. Or one. Ooh. Yeah. So like With it, six of them being one guy walking up the That's back. exactly it. Yeah. So you have you have a major victory's worth of points tied up in a single model potentially leaving. That feels like yeah. a really big scoring lever. And if I was rewriting this mission, I think that'd be the first thing I was looking at. Is there was the, a whole, we had a conversation about that before. Yeah. That holding it at the end of the game should go to three and mm-hmm. or sorry yeah. getting more army off should go to three and holding at the end of the game should go to two mm-hmm. and if you do that it means that the other guy can tie the game if you get more stuff out mm-hmm. I, I would what i would what i would actually have done i think I, I i agree with you but i think i would drop the uh getting more guys off. i think i think getting people off the table because it's all the button pushing should still have a, a big swing in points i think it should be three and I think killing more specialists should be one. And then you could push holding the room to three as well. And so those two things are opposed. And then it comes down to the kill and the classified to, to break the tie at the end. I see. Yeah. Right. Because I think those two things should be in balance. Right. So you're trying to fight for those. And then the granular stuff in the middle is what swings the, the victory either way. Because then you could have like a four five or a, you know, like a three six or something like that at the end of the game based on scoring. And I think that's going to be. That's going to give more interesting games, and it means that somebody's not just out. Because when there's a big win lever like that, like you're describing, where you can make a big play, and there's just no way for the guy to come back from it because you've killed his Evo bot, you've killed all those things that could potentially launch. Yeah, if you can, if you're you out of the play game, against right? a low specialist count army, and you can snipe two or three specialists off the board, you win. If you just kill a specialist completely, like, it's over, right? Like he literally can't win anymore. Yeah. So, so to me, that I think hold, the the holding the room needs to be slightly weighted slightly more heavy because then no matter how many specialists are dead he's not out of the game he can still he can claw back a tie right if he's been knocked out in round one it's just it's a very alpha the mission scoring weight and i think if you just tweak the weight a little bit this would be a really good mission like a vanilla alif not to say it's a bad mission i think it'd be a really good mission if it was can spend three orders out of their 15 to get their evil bot out basically uncontested because Mm -hmm. of the way eclipse works and they can just unopposed throw that eclipse. Like they could just sacrifice their Myrmidon officer to walk up and be like, I throw it at the floor. I throw two of them because I'm in a little link. And you go, I shoot him with literally every gun I have. And he goes, Yeah, okay. 
and then he puts his smoke down and his evil bot walks out and I mean, it's all posed then, it would all be opposed anyway because it's really a dodge like because it's all clips you can't you can't not oppose a clips right but you just so. throw it in a perspective that isn't between you and the enemy i see what you're saying yeah 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 so anybody like, could go do it yeah yeah and then the evil bot leaves and then he spends his 10 orders on achilles and his other group and kills mm-hmm. and you're like oh jesus Hell yeah <laughs> yeah um and then, I was but, that, gonna... but I'm saying is that straight line. I think is the is the only criticism I have of this mission is that it's your I I is that I completely agree with your assessment of the right tactics for this mission, and also I think it'll lead to the, the mission being uninteresting because you can't claw back a win if you get hammered if the army's yeah. tailored to do it and somebody's not ready. But it becomes a you better tailor your list and you better be aware of what their list is going to do to try and get their guy yeah. out. And yeah. if they get there, because like the other thing too, and it, I think it, the most interesting part of this game is when both of you got your guy out and then it becomes like, I don't know what happens now. Like it's a desperate fight to get a single ID guy out to mm-hmm. break the tie between the two of them. And mm-hmm. then the game becomes like a real, like you talked about. You can't you score the game. Up. Like if they're, if you're tied for points, you get nothing. No, no. But what I mean, there's is literally no, but I'm just saying there's right. literally no scoring for, for tying launch i know which is weird. and so like if both of you if you get yours off turn one and then the fighting begins and you fail to kill his evo and he gets his smoke and his evo leaves you're 35 and one so you're both mm-hmm. on the same page and now it's uh okay i gotta get an id <laughs> and then it becomes a, like a mess of Who's can one it? guy last i think a motorcycle specialist is a good sure yeah, yeah. Piece. yeah bring like one a, of those gonna get a night uh get a montessa like montessa paramedic yeah Arigato, uh yeah actually but... Arigato killer hack could be really good too because you could just cyber mask and then run up yeah or or a maverick with their msv and mm-hmm. smoke and whatnot like there's there's a couple guys in the different factions that could do that kind of stuff but again uh, i think that having to tell your list so hard because the wind slide is so hard on this one um makes it hard to put this in a mission roster don't worry, and have the in, tournament be interesting you know what i it's mean in carbonite don't worry yeah <laughs> good perfect yeah Brilliant. so is b-pong <laughs> and mind so wipe it's yeah. three taylor missions yeah. and then there's like two other ones that oh, i don't jesus. remember oh jesus oh yeah. jesus <laughs> i'm excited it's wild uh, <laughs> you should be forced to take a new army you're not allowed to take axel on this year yeah on day two can i play a different faction <laughs> <laughs> Can I just can I just just swap in a different army? Can I just switch yeah. back to Akazam? That's gonna that's gonna be the message I get on Sunday morning. I want to switch back to Akazam. I don't want to play this army anymore. Whatever army it is, you're supposed it'll to be to it'll be real hard to not play Hakazam. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Maybe at. I'll fly out this year to Cold and Carbonite. I'll come stay with you in your new your new guest room. There you go. I'll sleep on the floor in front of the fireplace. And I'll, I'll I mean, go there's play a Cold and Carbonite. Bed. Jesus, I'm just animal. <laughs> I'm more comfortable you can, sleeping you know on the floor. You, sleep, you sleep on the floor. That's right. You sleep on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm more comfortable uh, down there. <laughs> I sleep. I on did want to comment on two things about this mission. Do it. That actually got somebody to leave the Discord. Yeah. Was, there we uh, go. Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad that as I've unmonitored the Discord, you got people leaving. Perfect. It's not my fault. It was just a stupid argument. But moral <laughs> of the story is, there are there are two instances that are going to pop up in this. Be, that that could potentially cause confusion what happens if your lieutenant leaves and what happens if that evil bot leaves after putting up an evil program yeah they're completely uncovered it it does feel like this mission had a bunch of like we didn't think about maybe some of the unintended consequence like holes like that yeah if you read the rules as written like the literal rules of what it means to be in loss of lieutenant you will not be in loss of lieutenant if your lieutenant leaves the map in this game. Because they never count as being in an all state. They always count as alive. Correct. Now, yeah. he will not generate an order because he's not on the table. 
and he will not generate his lieutenant order because of that. But because he never went into a null state, and this game specifically calls out, even if you die, you're not killed, probably yeah. you're never going to lose lieutenant if he gets off the board. It makes you completely immune to loss of lieutenant if you have your lieutenant leave. <laughs> It's just rules is written rules is written. I would agree with that interpretation. Is that how it's intended? I don't think so. Um, I'm actually, actually, we have, we have no idea how it's intended to be honest, but yeah, maybe (laughs) the second one with evil bots is your evil bot is probably going to be in your list. If he puts up a support wear and then leaves, it also does not go away. It doesn't qualify for any of the cancellation clauses for support wear. Right. And so because of that, you would just be able to go, oh, I put up uh, marksmanship on my bot and then this guy leaves. And it's up forever. And he has it until he dies. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. He just has marksmanship now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, fairy but, dust or whatever. Or whatever the support program is. Yeah, total, yeah. The total reaction or whatever. I, I think that I think that our system fire thing is the what it's called. I think that um, those are two things we'll quickly see get added to whatever the first layer of faq is for this season uh because they're whatever very very obvious questions whatever it lands doesn't really matter they're just they're just obvious sort of like head scratchers i think right now early in the season for this mission yeah and i i guess my my point of bringing those up is that if you're playing this it's possible that this conversation is going to come up and that is my perspective based on rules as written this is what they state and you're absolutely right that there'll be an argument about what intent is. But the great part about rules is you don't have to do that. Yeah. You actually can just do what they say. And then you don't have to have a discussion just, about what just they Just read meant. the cancellation clauses. Like that's, yeah. that, to, be, to be honest, like it, it, it isn't even really an argument because if it's not listed in the cancellation clauses, it's not canceled. Yeah. Um, it feels it wrong should, because it, he's it, not it on the board. And, and that's the thing is we completely, I, I completely agree. It feels not wrong. And the FAQ may change that. Or they might just reword the mission because that's the great thing about the ITS document. It's not a physical document. You can just change the wording or add wording. I would actually suspect that what they'll do is they'll change the wording of the mission at some point. They'll slightly amend the the season info because um, they did that like six times the morning it went up. Remember, there's mission, there's missing missions. There's all kinds of stuff in the document that was just gone. I think um, that in the fact, in thing... fact, it could be it could be fixed right now. We just haven't looked at it because we haven't. We've got the ones that we downloaded on our phones that may or may not be up to date. I think the line that needs to be removed is troopers that have been extracted are never considered to be killed. I mean, that that's need... that is. I done... know why that's there because they scoring. don't count. What's the for scoring? Is, is make like, sure they score. The fact that there is no whip roll to leave, meaning that. Like, oh, sorry, there it is. Uh, troopers removed in this way still count towards the player's victory points, even if they're in a null state or yeah. dead during the order they were extracted. That's ridiculous because it means that the other player can't kill you as you leave. Yep. And I think you should be allowed to kill them as they leave because right now it's way too easy to be able to leave with uh, Evo Bot. Like, it's just too, it, again. I think just get rid of the Evo Bot's free ID tag. <laughs> you could do that too. Just get rid of that. I think that fixes a bunch of problems with the mission. That also changes it considerably. That's what I mean. Like if you just it, get rid, well, because it doesn't it, crutch so incredibly hard. Right, on them. exactly. It means you can't. That first turn swing doesn't have such a big impact too. I think those are both equally valid solves. I think I think that you could either add a, a log line that just says um, any other effects that are triggered by being in null state or whatever, such as loss of lieutenant, you know, cancellation yeah. of, of of orders or support or whatever, still are affected. Um, 
you could which is like a two-word like, thing. Troopers removed in this way are considered dead or null, but count towards victory points. And yeah, so I'm just saying like, you, you reword yeah. it. Like that's it. Yeah, we now, can do it, we're doing it like, awkwardly oh, right now because we're just spitballing. Yeah. But yeah, you can just change the wording. But then the flip side is you can also just take away the 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 Evo bots ability to leap. I think that's less likely to happen. No, it's because it seems like it's yeah. it, and it also seems like it was something they tested and thought was a good idea. Um, like I'm okay, and with I think it. I think it's okay as long. I think it would be completely okay if they changed the scoring slightly. Um, and also, it just means that there's a very kind of obvious path to victory in this one. My thing Evo is bots, that it's not necessarily obvious right away when you look at it because Evo bots are kind of attacks in most armies, like sure. especially things like Ariadna and Toha. You are not intuitively bringing your your war driver. Um, and so you look at this one. and you're like, oh, I can just yeah. walk and then leave. And it's like, yeah, but I could just get a token and then leave. And then you don't realize just how trivial it is for that Evo bot to do it. Mm-hmm because of like the dodge and not being able to arrow and i just need to touch the center and it doesn't matter anymore you can't stop me and because of the ability to do that in two orders effectively unopposed like what what do you even do to that (laughs) just leave and say bye yep deuces yeah um i do think this is a fun mission though and like i said the most interesting part is when you get to that point where both of you have gotten something off and mm-hmm. then the game becomes much more like I'm not gonna say like dynamic because it becomes like a struggle for both sides to try and. And like, I think you could achieve that with scoring. I think that's what that's where yeah. my I mean I am agreeing with you. I think and I just my path to that is changing the scoring because I think that my I want I want missions. I think good long lasting missions with longevity can be thematic like this one is, but they can have alternate paths to victory based upon who your army is and how they function. When there's like a unilateral path to victory, I think something has to change in the mission, right? Where everybody just does it the same way. I think that means that the mission, it's just going to come down to like who goes first and who has the, who has the better tools in their, in their army list. And that's less interesting to me. And I'd rather there were closer, tighter fought games. And I think you could do that with just some really simple tweaks to this one. Cause I think the core bones, this mission are fantastic. I think it just needs a little bit of tweaking to make it less skewy. You know what I mean? This mission, you're making a list for it. Does get a, this is the most 40k army built list mission yeah, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. where mm-hmm. I like for the first time in Infinity, you could win on deployment. Yeah. Like you could sit there and look at your opponent and be like, uh, do you have an evil hacker? And they go, Oh no, I don't. And you're like, Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, snake. Let's go. <laughs> Sweet. Uh here's what I do. I move and dodge as my first order. And then second order, I touch the button and I leave. Okay, now I spend five command tokens that I have, coordinate, lay mine, coordinate, move, coordinate, suppression, coordinate, move. Okay, all you have to do is touch the IDs. <laughs> I spend the rest yeah. of my game doing nothing other than just slowing you down. Revi- yeah, so say reviving guys who've gone down and then just regrowing back on suppression, watching all the buttons. I move into base to base with the ID token. I move like I stand yeah. in the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be one of those ones where, I hope it shows up again next season and I hope they just they learn from whatever player feedback in gamings that they've they've watched and are reported to make it a little different. Because uh, I don't my boy Den McConnelly near <laughs> an objective and he kills anything and is can we talk about him? Let's talk, let's end this episode by talking about him because you've you had such a strong reaction to him. And I know we've talked about this episode before. So before we jump into this, I let us know and rage about it. 
we have strong opinions about it. I'm not even it. mad. This is just a, an example for people who tell me things like, oh, they use a, they use a schematic for points. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. They don't. Like, <laughs> they clearly don't. And this guy discounts. is the reason why he's not. I think his discount's based upon not having real, like, gun guns. But he is... Oh, the plus one burst heavy pistol doesn't count as a gun gun? Because that's better than a lot it's of not, guns It's not right eight. There. It's not a gun gun. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a ranged good gun. Not that he's bad. I think he's great um but we, we were talking about well, we were talking points. about so sam's is also in the in the list now too we could talk about sam's i guess but i'm gonna compare him to a kaisetsu paramedic okay so dan mcconnelly's <laughs> 12 points and that's where we're and is just swimming in all of the if you could like write like a, a basically a list of things you would want to have on a warband guy <laughs> He's just got everything. He's got a plus one burst chain rifle. He's got smoke grenades. He's got a plus one burst heavy pistol. He's got an AP plus DA close count weapon. He's 25 points with berserk, courage, dodge plus two inches, immunity shock, martial arts one, metachemistry reroll, and natural born warrior. So he has everything you could possibly want. And with metachemistry, he could just randomly have amazing abilities like he could be uh, regeneration tender. fizz plus three yeah <laughs> yeah well he's six two so he's fast cc 23 which means he berserks at 23 um and i think with his martial arts one he berserks at 26 if he's not finding another do you, NBA, do you not NBA like guy? the uh the whip or the fizz 20 smoke grenade i think you're uh, overlooking the fizz 20 i didn't smoke overlook grenade. the fizz 20 smoke <laughs> grenade no <laughs> it's, it's not fizz 20 it's fizz 17 he's fizz 14 yeah it, it's just that uh 15 20% of the time and he rerolls he will get plus 3 fizz. Oh right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. trying to get plus 3 fizz off the chemistry would be would be amazing. Would be a feat, an auto one, smoke. 1 to 3 and then yeah. the 20 is the fizz plus regeneration which means yeah. he regenerates on a 17. Yeah, you can try and fish for that. Metachemistry is a big deal for this guy. And then he's just a basic one wound guy than that and he has structure instead of wounds, which is such a weird interaction because it makes him immune to a bunch of stuff. Hey Toha, fuck off! <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can't brain melt him with Toha. Um, yeah. He weirdly can't be fixed by paramedics. You can Gizmo kid him back to life though, which is friggin' weird. Um, and with his fizz being fourteen, he actually Gizmo kids back up a bit like McMurrow. And if you can get him plus fizz from metachemistry, he comes back to life real, real good. And he could also just regenerate. And he could also just regenerate. So actually, wait. Now I wonder: Does regeneration not work if they have structure? Does is there is there some? No, it has wounds and structure. It, it's Never mind. And structure. It yeah. works. It's, yep. it's both. Yeah. <laughs> For a second there, both. I was like, "Wait, stop!" No, no, no it gives you both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure does. Did we mention um, that he's twelve points? And he's you know what else is twelve points? points? <laughs> and let me tell you about my friend Fusilier. <laughs> He's CC yeah. 13 and BS 12 and Fizz 10 and Whip 12. So on he the full side, no you get one of these guys. He can't have cover, right? So he's relying on that smoke to get where he's going. He might just die like a dog, right? Like he might just die to someone with a visor. He might just die to lots of things. Um, he's He he is super vulnerable. He could legit just ways. dodge on 17s if you get one of those two. I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is that he's, I, th I don't think he needs to be more than 12 points, but I do think you're going to get a ton of value out of those 12 points. And any army that can take him should take him. What armies can take him? Do we know? These guys. Ariadna? Just Ariadna? Just Ariadna. <laughs> ah, well, thank God. It's, I mean, and then who cares? Because Ariadna's already got tons of great warbands. Okay. So whatever Varangian guard and him they're Varangian both 12 great points. 
Ranging guards are great, man. They got a better brawler gun, so I can see the argument as to why they're they're twelve they have points. An SMG. SMG. And yep. Between the two of them, they lose being six two. They're four four instead. Mm-hmm. They lose a BS. Mm-hmm. They they gain an armor. Uh, they lose martial arts. They're they dogged. lose natural born warrior. They get plus they their CC twenty six as well for berserks are the same. No no natural born warrior no. Uh, which is a significant switch. They don't have the plus two dodge. They don't have courage, which is amusing. Um, they're not well, the religious, shock which is kind of the same. It's, it's just objectively fail, right? worse. <laughs> it means they probably won't run. Yeah. Um, they don't have meta chemistry. They only have one chain rifle instead of two. They don't have the double tap heavy pistol, and they only have an AP instead of AP plus DA close combat weapon. Yeah. Like, are you saying that one... I don't know what the value of these stats are? Like, I think having a gun automatically an I think SMG offsets a makes bunch up of stuff. for for dodge in courage, their matrix. I don't disagree. I'm not warrior, saying it's right. No, no, I'm not saying it's right. Chemistry, I'm saying plus one in first, their DA matrix. <laughs> I'm saying in their matrix, they put a ton of value on being able to reach out and, and kill people. And so that's, I think that's what's offsetting it there. I think that SMG and probably religious, which his I, I pistols hit on 11s up to 16 and he has burst. Three. Dude, I'm not disagreeing. I think he's great. I think he's an incredible value piece. And I, I'm just saying, I yeah. don't think the point cost matters. I think he'll still die. Which like, just like a brand chain will, um, cause they're not shock immune, but they're dogged. And that's it. He's shock immune. He is. I'm saying they're dogged, but he's shock immune, right? So it's they they both have like a survival skill. He regenerates. I mean, maybe he regenerates. Or he pulls TI. Like there's literally nothing on here that he can't. I regret this already. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) this is my thing. Like, and the reason I'm like so like anal about it is because (laughs) something I hear every friggin' time from people is oh well there's a matrix and it's all balanced according to the matrix and i'm like i don't, I don't think don't it's balanced it. i think there is a matrix like because they're very high down on their point costs i just don't know if it's a good mate i think what I, they I value and what we value I, is 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 the the difference i think reinforcements change the matrix i think that there is a new scale that units are being measured against and there's a collection of old models who are not on that matrix right now like the the change to the models that have shown up from the reinforcements and most of them haven't gone into the factions like i fully appreciate that but like those guys change the scale for what a good insert like skirmisher troop is or what a good guy at being able to fight in melee or a peace trading piece like the new ones that have come out are that much better than the old ones that it's like laughable to compare them and maybe that means that in the future ever like like the infinity balance of all the boats rise, but they've also changed that because they've started nerfing points on stuff, which yeah. I didn't used to be a thing. No, so I like... think I think that's a catalog issue. I think the bigger the catalog gets, the more they're going to struggle with it, right? And the catalog being smaller made it more manageable. And now the catalog being bigger makes that just a harder job and not an enviable I, one. I honestly feel that these guys are answers like them, like the Corsan or Connolly or the the Daiwan or whatever the hell it's called in, mm-hmm. in ALF. These guys are answers to play with 15 order generated models yeah we're gonna make a skirmisher guy who's so off the rails yeah he just dies to an hmg like any of them always have but now you're not gonna fight four of them you're gonna mm-hmm. fight one yeah. and he's he's as good as four of them and he costs only a little bit more he's 12 points instead of eight points but that because of that 
you're only getting the 15 orders yeah. and you're not sitting there like, oh, I can't really justify spending four points on a Gaki. Why don't yeah. I bring this? Yeah, because Warband Troops, yeah, or, or a Galwegian or something like that, where like they used to be, if, if it's outside of like a, a, a Wallace list and they don't generate orders, you just don't take them because they're too yeah. cheap and there's there's only so many seats on the bus. Exactly. It's the it's like the Gakis versus the Tigers, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're sort of the same guy, but the Tigers kind of just better. Yeah, yeah the Gakis got... You think, gimmick, you, can link but... you think of him more once when you can link him and that's it yeah he's got a gimmick he explodes and the tiger doesn't but the tiger is kind of just better at everything compared <laughs> to him and hey welcome to the new age of slightly more expensive worth more than two of you in value maybe that's yeah, just the but way i mean that's now. oh well that might just be that there's a there's a unilateral shift and you have to adapt to that and that yeah. when they change additions they'll they'll re- refix the matrix and in the meantime we're kind of like scratching our heads over some situation stuff. yeah exactly. and and like that would be my my stance assessment on stuff. yeah with because like we do entire episodes talking about new models coming out mm-hmm. and the whole conversation in those is like oh my god oh my god oh my god like yeah. every time yeah, yeah. one of them comes well, out, and we, it's like we spent a lot of time um talking about their value in comparison because the catalog's so big now that we have to yeah. right because there's then like when, when the catalog gets huge and there's 15 seats in the bus you have to assess who goes in and who doesn't. You, it's like magic cards. You know what I mean? Like there's good yeah. cards in the set and there's not. And you kind of have to have that talk. And so I think that's where we come to like a place where it's like, yeah, you, you had that strong stance of like, it's good they get rid of stuff. Like You yeah. have to at some point. You have to consolidate profiles and you have to like trim it down to what do you want this faction to be? Because it's like it's like an out of control plant like you got to kind of trim pieces off of it to get it to have the shape you want otherwise it's just going to grow in every direction and you're going to have something that doesn't look like what your vision of it is anymore you're going to have factions that were supposed to have an identity but now just do everything everyone else does and every yeah. once in a while you got to come and cut it back and figure out what that looks like going forward i feel part of it is is the the focus i've had on ariadna recently with us ariadna and like watching them compared to other factions yeah with an older faction and they they have like like they feel like they should be playable but out of catalog like that's the yeah. vibe you get because they yeah. they seem just forgotten like they they didn't keep up with the other people like the fact Even that just the like only, the grunts are still four two right the only four two in <laughs> left in the game grunt. left in and the it's game like, and hmm. it's like you guys just you're really weighed down you really got a lot uh, a lot of armor on you guys and it's like but everybody else did did enough like rucking that we we got our legs under us and became 4-4 why are we not 4-4 everybody else can walk around with all their armor plates in their bag yeah. you know a nox trooper is 14 points i did know that because we just made an army list with them <laughs> let me tell you about Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's fair that, yeah and like that shazvasti would be another one that i'd yeah. be like I would like to do can we do a once over on that one there see uh just do a pass yeah just just, just do a quick just make sure that they still fit what the vision is for the army. You know what I mean? And like, and smush profiles around and make sure everybody's kind of like in their lane. Like the idea of like a Nox Trooper being this like, this like throwaway biological creature that we just like, we we drop their eggs like bombs on a planet and mm-hmm. just see how it all turns out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should be kind of like throwaway E or they should have some kind of modified it to them so that they're like maybe really short range fighters but yeah. they have these abilities to get them up the board. Give them and... SMGs or something, make them cheaper. 
Yeah, and then they all get forward deploy or something. And yeah. then the whole faction is this like mix of forward deployment and camo and stuff, mm -hmm. which they kind of did with the seed soldiers who are the answer. But I always thought Shaz Massey should play like the Covenant in Halo. You know what I mean? Where like there's just like drop shifts of these like weird light crap troops, but also these like weird hunter troops that are invisible. You know what I mean? Like right. they should feel like when you're when you're driving around Warthogs trying to collect up all the Marines and there's just like these random assaults of of elites leading, you know, weird little yeah. grunts and stuff like that. Or, or like, if you if you want to take that analogy and be like, combined as a total is kind of the covenant. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Have, <laughs> yeah. The Morats are the brutes, but then you have the elites that could be the Shazvasti. Yeah. And then you end up in a situation where they're all super soldiers, but then they have, like, they have the invisible guy and they have the the big laser swords guys and they have like all of these weird so if you really want to get your tinfoil hat on and take that analogy even further um there's there's some stuff in the fluff right now talking about how these like qaz creatures and this like extra dimensional stuff is like leaking in um and you want to put your tinfoil hat on i think that there's i i i would say that if we want to go a little further with the halo analogy i there's there's no proof that the the invasion of the human sphere isn't like just expansionist crazy that ei wants to know what's going on um and like take over and amalgamate all these races to solve its like permanent equation there's no proof that that's the only thing that's happening they could also be on the run <laughs> and i think and much like the covenant and halo who were on the run from the grave mind uh i feel like maybe maybe that's where this is all going and the thing that's in that's creating these qaz creatures and all these extra dimensional rifts is the the original ei the one that disappeared <laughs> it's coming back and that the, oh, the and that and, the, and the, that that whatever that extra dimensional stuff is that the are starting to like leak in that's what the the combined army is running from and they need Good to get God, to the human sphere to find something to safe place use an alien alien faction yes that was my exact that was me my and, exact comments me and jordan me and were talking about guys, that yeah. this week we, we were like I would like to see some actual weird aliens. Give me some re like all of the all of the aliens in the combined army are too anthropomorphic. They're two arms and legs. You know what They've I mean? They've also like, been even. They're even more flattened than they used than to they be. Used like, to be. I was gonna, that's why I, I was talking about the, yeah. the how the the squid beast uh, remotes became just the human remotes in profile, right? Like keep even the aliens. The Morats, aliens. Yeah. Like we were me and they the were Zoidbergs we, originally. We just played. I I have all old Morats. Like those in my collection. I know. I love and, them. That was what I played with. And then we walked down and we're looking at the models and there's the new releases of Morats that have come out. And it's like, that's just a space Marine. Like <laughs> you could, if you painted him blue and said arc. he was a military order guy, I don't know. Are you sure. <laughs> I was, when I was in a guy literally came and showed Carlos while I was talking to him, his Morat army that was painted like orcs. They had orc glyphs on them. They had checks Perfect. on them. They're all painted green. And I was like, <laughs> I just watched, I watched the light leave Carlos's eyes at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just... And like, and yeah, the, the new Morats with like their arms exposed and they're like big muscular orc boys. Oh you yeah. Could, you could paint they're, those like orcs. Well, that's what he painted. Oh, I might he, have to do that. He even gave, he even gave, he he took his uh, Kornak with the giant sword and cut the sword off and gave him an orc like wah banner instead. <laughs> that's why he had the inspiring uh, presence. They're all in yellow with like checks I on them and, I and paint skulls. Them like my old orc army with you like should. the gray, brown, and yes, uh, blue, do and it. then do the it. green arms. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You're on it. All right, we're yeah. dithering now. <laughs> yep. I think we're done. Anything to plug? Anything going on? Is there any events coming up at um, uh, Tundra Box? Want to talk about twenty fifth. It's not on the ITS website yet because I had trouble getting my code, but I have okay. it now and it should come up later today. Sweet. Uh, there is a, a prelude to Carbonite. We're playing three of the missions from Colder Than Carbonite. Um, it's a nightmare tournament. I think it's like 
like mind wipe B pong and last launch. Yeah, it is. So good luck and uh Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> Cause all three of those are in are in Carbonite. Yeah. Oh fantastic. my god, it's gonna be an event. That's <laughs> so that's when is Carbonite? I'll have I to think look it's at my February fourth. February like the, the the weekend 4th. at or around there. Okay, I'll if that is a weekend. Uh, if it's February fourth, yeah. See if it's on the yeah, website. That's I'll a Saturday. Right Saturday's the third, February is the fourth, because I knew uh, it was around that time. Hmm. It's the first week of February. Uh, da, 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 yeah. First week of February, January 31st is a Wednesday. I am free that weekend. Yeah, well, there you go. Boom. There you Boom. go. You fly out and you can come with Dan and I. Fly on Friday, fly back like Sunday or Monday. And we can all play each other at that event. <laughs> yes, done. All right. So we'll have to solid up our armies then, figure out what we're taking a cold and crab. Yeah, I'll fly out. I'll come out. I'll come out on, uh, on the second. I can do that. I'm in. I'm done. What faction? What faction? Well, you know, well, I, have to, I, I have to play Akazlan this year. That was the thing. That's you. I was forced to play Akazlan. That was the vote. Was that I need to play the one army I haven't played so ever? You're telling me Orc Morats. Yes, I'm telling you, Orc Morats. Do it. More cats, Gorkats, and more cats. Do they have an Evo Bot? Evo Bot in the in, in combined. Oh yeah, sucks. sure. They have the Evo Bot. Yeah, but they have Evo, one. It has a Evo. it has a combi rifle. It, it yeah, shoots. He, he doesn't it have shoots. baggage. No, he doesn't have baggage. No, only your cadrons have baggage. You don't get the combo. You don't get the combo in uh, in Morats. Or combined at all? Nope, zero percent. Well, new plan: disable his hand. <laughs> All right, bye everybody.